You're listening to How They Did It and Why, where we learn from the experiences of others. So I was just kind of chilling today, you know, hanging out. And I was like, let me see what the fact site has. So I came across this one little list and it had like, um, I think it's a hundred, you know, random facts that you didn't know about food. So I just thought that was a fun little share. And I'm going to um, share the ones that I thought were the most interesting. So it's a hundred uh, fun food facts that you won't believe. So this is kind of the list. So if you haven't checked this site out, I would um, encourage you to, it's like one of those random little trivia fun site, fun, um, just a fun like little, you know, thing. So, so it's just one of those sites that has like random trivia and like, you know, little known facts and things like that. So I enjoy these little reads. So I really like this one. It said most supermarket wasabi is actually horseradish. I did know that. And because um, wasabi, I think it's actually kind of expensive to get or something. I believe that I read somewhere and horseradish is like a close second. So, but the only thing about it is that I feel that the wasabi does a better job of, um, the whole point of eating the wasabi is to kill like bacteria, any possible bacteria from the sushi. So I always wonder how good of a job does the horseradish do? Now horseradish is one of those things, it's kind of like almost in the, like the ginger, the root family. So I do believe that it does have those like antibacterial properties and everything, but I'm not sure if it has as much as wasabi. So just something interesting to note. Another one that I really liked is that ranch dressing is actually dyed. So one ingredient in ranch is titanium dioxide, which is used to make it look whiter. It's the same ingredient that is used in sunscreen and paint for coloring. So that was an interesting one because if you think about it, like most ranch dressings are mayonnaise based. Right. And some of them are like milk, have some milk products in them or whatever like that. But regardless, those products tend to have like a little bit of a yellow tinge to them. They're not like this really bright white that you see with most, if not all ranch dressings. So that one was kind of an interesting one. Just kind of like, well, great. Um, to my knowledge, titanium dioxide isn't anything that is like super harmful, but I guess maybe we should consider scarfing ranch dressing all day, every day. And that's definitely something I used to do. And I'm glad that I have abandoned that habit after reading this. So another one that I liked was this one here, which was fruit flavored snacks shine because of car wax. I had heard something similar to this before. I never really researched it, but anyway, here it says, yep, the same wax that is used on cars, carnival wax is the same type of wax that is used to give gummy candy a glossy sheen. Not sure how I feel about that yet. Not sure how I feel about that either. Um, I have to do some research. I guess really the determining factor would be like, okay, what is actually carnival wax? Because just because something is used, you know, in a way that we're we're not 
used to hearing doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad, but um, that'll be a fun project for me for another day to look up what carnauba wax actually is, where what it's made of and where it comes from to determine if I wanna continue to consume products that have carnauba wax on them. I mean, it's just another reason to kind of basically limit candies in general, because we do know that a lot of food coloring and things like that and candies aren't actually good for you. So just another reason to kind of limit your candy intake. So this one is pretty cool. Nutmeg is a hallucinogen. And I did not know that. So it says if you ingest nutmeg in large doses, it works like a hallucinogen due to a natural compound in it called myristine. It has a mind altering effect and, and that's if taken in large doses. So that's kind of an interesting one. This one was like, one of those ones where I was just like, really, I don't know about that. Um, ketchup use, used to be used as a medicine. Back in the early 1800s, people thought that tomatoes had medicinal qualities. One doctor claimed they could treat diarrhea and in, that it could treat, I, treat diarrhea and indigestion. So he made a recipe for a type of tomato ketchup, which, is, which then became a pill. So that's interesting. I don't think that is actually the case at all because I know most of the time if you have too many tomatoes, it actually, you know, messes up your stomach. So yeah, this one, white chocolate isn't chocolate. So we knew that, right? I feel like most of us knew that, but like kind of just getting a little bit more information here. It says its name is devising because white chocolate doesn't have any components of regular chocolate. It's really just a mixture of sugar, milk, vanilla, lechon, and cocoa butter. So basically it has like all the other ingredients that chocolate would have except for the actual cocoa. Okay, so that is interesting. This one right here, number 11, farm Salmon is dyed pink. I knew that. And that's why I really don't eat this farm-raised salmon. I have also read, and I'm not sure, you know, to what degree is true now, but I've actually heard that farm-raised salmon isn't actually even salmon, okay? It's like a totally different fish altogether. That could be. I have not researched that in depth, so don't quote me. But that is something that I read and stuck out in my mind. So again, the farm, farm salmon is dyed pink. Wild salmon is naturally pink because of all the shrimp they eat. Meanwhile, farm-raised salmon have a different diet and end up being white. However, they are fed a specific plant pigment to get them the same hue as wild salmon. And I'm sure it's some like synthetic, you know, highly genetically modified like pink dye that they give them. I don't believe that it's a natural plant dye defined natural. We know how that goes, right? Natural flavor, natural ingredients anything can be natural, whatever, but um, what can we do? So yeah, when it looks like this, you can tell like it wants to be white and they did something to it to make it pink like this, but also the wild caught salmon is like really red on the inside. It's not even that light pink. It's like a dark kind of very rich red. So all kinds of things, you know, with the farm raised fish, they are also sitting in their own, um, stuff you know their own waste a lot so it can be really unhealthy to eat fish like that um that is the reason why a lot of farm-raised fish also has a high incidence of 
like tapeworm in them. Now they do use a lot of things to keep the parasites down and things like that, but I don't eat, I can't even say it without tearing my face up. Like I don't eat a lot of farm raised fish and sometimes you don't even know. I mean, if you're eating out at a restaurant, you're not gonna know if it's farm raised or not. I just ask, ask for it deep fried and say a prayer and hope all will be well. But yeah, I definitely, if I think it's farm raised, I'm not gonna take any risk on eating that, you know, barely cooked or anything. I don't need you to fry that and fry it hard, okay? That way any parasites that were on it, they fried, you know? So yeah, just some things to consider. Stay away from the farm fish. Ugh. Huh. Okay. Um, the next one that I wanted to say is this one. Peppers don't actually burn your mouth. So let's see what they're talking about here. There's a chemical in chili peppers called capsicum that tricks your mouth to feeling like it's being burned. That's why spicy foods hurt. The pain is all in your head. I don't actually believe that. I think that it does burn me because my mouth is actually burning when I eat it. So yeah, American cheese um, is not American. So processed cheese is thought of as an American product, but it was actually invented in Switzerland. It was created by Walt Gerber and Fritz Steller in 1911 to lengthen the shelf life before it was shipped overseas. Well, that's an interesting little fact, okay? There was one more down here that I wanted to um, say, oh, yes. One in four hazelnuts end up in Nutella. Nutella is so popular that 25% of all hazelnuts end up in a jar. That's a lot of hazelnuts. Are hazelnuts sustainable? Can we keep up with the demand? I don't want there to be a shortage or like, you know, I don't want, hazelnuts to go extinct or anything like that. So let me know what's up here, someone who knows more about this. Since they're in such high demand, some universities are trying to grow them in labs in order to negate global shortages. See, that's what I'm talking about. So all of us need to stop snacking on Nutella and you know, let the uh, you know, uh, population of hazelnuts increase so that we don't actually deplete and eradicate this very special type of nut from the face of the earth. So um, those are just some of the ones that I like from this particular list. So it, again, it has a hundred items on it. So if you're looking for some quick, you know, interesting little like, you know, trivia type reads, I would definitely suggest heading over to the fact site and checking out this list. I think it's like the number one list on the homepage right now. So. Thanks so much for listening to How They Did It and Why. Have a great day and we'll see you in the next episode.